get to it. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Futile Podcast. Tonight, it's Zach, it's Ian. We're going to jump right back into Galaxy Far, Far Away, long time ago. In uh, the newest Hundreds of years ago. The newest of Star Wars' movies. Um, Solo. A Star Wars story, or whatever. is that actually what it's called? Huh? I think so. Yeah. I kept, I keep wanting to call it Solo a Han Solo story, or something yeah. like dumb like that. Uh, directed by Ron Howard. Some people might call him, otherwise known as Ron Hackward. No, Ooh. no one calls him that. Shots fired. But I think people people consider him like the most glorified jobber in some ways because he gets the job done, and his movies are never all that bad. I just watched, uh, we watched uh, Apollo thirteen, Apollo mm. thirteen. But I, I think the thing is that like, there's nothing. And maybe it's a good thing in a way, but there's like nothing identifiable about a Ron Howard right. movie. Like, you know, like not a certain kind of shot. There might be if you really look at it, but I don't Hollywood think that films. anything's being used that isn't like, you know. They're big Hollywood films. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, but. Um, Ed TV. Ed TV. Uh, prem- uh, no, Backdraft. Backdraft. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, and he's. So he's. Like kind of probably done a lot, so he can come in and just kind of after, after Lord Lord uh, Miller got yeah. punted by Kathleen Kennedy yeah, I, for I, trying I, to be too funny, or I, I don't know wonder, what the story was. I just wonder what it would have been because I think they had the script also, and then after it turns out that it's you know then Jake and Lawrence Kasdan, and Kasdan's you know right. deified for his uh, screenwriting career and everything, and and uh, and I wonder what it would have been if Lord Miller were allowed to stay on with it. Well, they, um, the only thing I really can know about them is, uh, I've continued to watch that Last Man Standing show, which I don't know how involved they are in it at all. At this point, I don't really pay that much attention to the credits, but it doesn't, I don't see them, like, on writing or directing things anymore. They did, uh, 21 Jump Street, they did the Lego movie, they're, they're very funny. Right, yeah, yeah. And and so I, I don't know if that was the thing they hired. There wasn't him. a lot. There was not a lot of humor in Solo. So I I feel like they probably tamed that. There was bits of it though. Like it, 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 my first criticism of it, and here we go. Spoiler alert. Blah blah blah. We're going to talk about the goddamn movie. Uh, it, did it feel kind of like broken apart and weird in a way? Like like it had a through line of a plot, fine, but it even then it still kind of like I was kind of waiting for it to. Like, like, what's it about? Like, yeah, it felt longer than it maybe even was because of that. Um, even though things did, like, within a partition of a section of what of a sequence, things moved fairly quickly, almost too quickly in some ways, where it was like a character dies, and now it's like, okay, we're over it. Right. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just walk over the hill, and there's this this guy. You know, there's his, right. his, his space yacht, which was cool. I thought the space yacht was cool. So, uh, I, I'll say... I, I liked it overall, and I, I know that's probably not the uh, consensus. I think it's it, it didn't do massively great financially. It just announced it made 80-something, which is kind of a letdown mm-hmm. uh, for a Star Wars film, so it's going to be the, the least of those. Um, but no matter what, it is a Star Wars film, and every single one of these that comes out that is about the tertiary world is a good thing to me, because it... It continues to provide stakes for the main narrative, which, if you just watch them on their own, seems like it's about ten people versus ten people. Yeah, exactly. And that bugs the hell out of me. So, not only that, but we'll get into this a little bit later, it connects itself uh, to the cartoons. And by doing that, it it kind of... uh, 
and makes those uh, it lends uh, credence and importance to those, and it sets it all in the same universe. And the one great thing we've talked about before is that that Clone War cartoon and uh, to a lesser extent Rebels um, do a great job of. Uh, Making all the, the world building, world building, and making all the little people important, and uh, the Clone Wars in particular was really good about the the stories of the soldiers and um, throwing everything else on top of that. Uh, I think the flaws with Solo are uh, Aaron Aldenreich or Aiden ah, asshole, the actor, the head police. He's not good. Uh, it it's low stakes relatively for a Star Wars thing, which whatever, that's not, not that big a deal to me. I think it worked as far as that goes. The, the heist stuff is cool. It doesn't matter what kind of movie you make. You put it in the Star Wars universe, and it's automatically cool. There's a, lo- there's a lot of good visuals. There's a lot of interesting things. I think some of the plotting kind of sucked. A lot of the writing sucked. Right. Some of the acting sucked. Um, but you you would have to try to fail you would have to try to make a phantom menace to be that bad yeah and people are trying to say it's bad, it's worse than this and that you know it's it's probably the worst of the newer ones but it's like a three out of five for me like i i it's that's not it wasn't yeah ryan, ryan was pretty let down by it i wasn't expecting it to be great i was not it, 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 it did exactly what the only thing i'd hoped was that uh Alden Ardenreich wasn't just terrible. And he was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, so my take is similar in some ways, but different in other ways. But I arrive at the same place, I think, yeah. at a three out of five. Because, yes, it's awesome to see tertiary stuff in it's Star great. Wars. I don't love that stuff. Um, the problem, of course, being that you're now connecting it to a main character, which you already know his life and his death. Right. So that it's the prequel problem. You're going to have that it's anyway. Young Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, no, Young Indiana Jones wasn't was different because you knew he was going to end up doing Indiana Jones stuff. But that's a different thing. That's a different debate. I will defend a good bit of Young Indiana Jones until no, the cows like it. I wasn't criticizing. No, no, no. no I know. Like you go, you, you take some sort of uh, holy hero character that you know a certain part of their life, and then you go back and see them when they're younger. I think all that stuff worked. I, I think. I think. He, you know, they they even put it in the opening crawl that he dreams of flying, all right, stuff, yeah. which is fine. That's good, good, fine motivation. He the whole time wants to get the girl back. Yeah, that's very clear, straightforward. So it's very, you know, his motivation doesn't have problems. He's kind of he's a, he's a scoundrel. He kind of thinks of himself as a bad guy, and people keep pointing out you're not a bad guy. Yeah. You're probably more heroic than you think you are. They link him. It, it does. It it just perfunctorily does everything it's supposed to, and doesn't yeah. really do anything more. That, that's him and Chewie together. That's been you know, that's been that's him been and Lando yeah. together. Yeah. It, it just does those things and basically. It, and that, that's I think mean, I think I actually used that word in my letterbox review was perfunctory. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that it just ends up feeling very perfunctory in a lot of places right. instead of awesome or fun. Right. And uh, it had some really cool part. That the the train heist was awesome. Train heist was cool. Um, there, there was a, there were a couple of like really well done uh, set pieces. Um, and like I said, it wasn't that funny, but there's a few things that, that, that kind of work like that. That uh, robot character, the L3, was pretty good. Right. Yeah, you know, I was. I, I I didn't stay for the the credits, but um, I could swear that that alien in the first part of it, um, who's the pilot, is that John Favreau? Might have been. It sounded like it sounded him. Like That's him. where I was at, and I was like, eh. and I don't know who plays L3. I'm sure these are all L2. Actors. I think it sounded like maybe Kate. Uh, 
Kate Blanchett. Really? That's what it sounded like to me. It was a British uh, woman. She's like got a low familiar. voice, though. Huh, maybe. Or maybe it was another British woman. Kate Blanchett is Australian. I'm sorry. Sorry. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. Eek. Okay. No, um... Okay, I want to ask you this first off, though. Yeah. So I saw it after Deadpool 2, so it was late. I was already going into it with, like, kind of... Ex- not high expectations. the same day? Yeah, I just I didn't have a choice, because uh, I've been so busy. I know you wanted a podcast, and I'm like, I'm just going to do this. Oh, so you're going to blame me. Okay. No, no. But, um... I, I was like, I could see this being... I was like, I'm going to enjoy this probably more than most people. Like, I've already seen that the uh, the reviews are not great. Not, I didn't read reviews, but you just on Letterboxd, yeah, you just see a couple of two out of fives, and I'm like, eek, okay, yeah. that's too bad. Um, but I didn't expect much more than maybe a three and a half or something anyway. Because, like you said, because it's, it's kind of got a perfunct, an inevitable yeah. perfunctory side. Right. But it's still Star Wars, so, you know, what'll be, you know? And... Um, one thing, and I've had this problem at the theater before, when I go to like like an, a later showing, and the, 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 I was in the far screen, not on the bigger one, and at first I thought this was just the scene at the beginning, but then I started to think more about it, and I'm like, no, they're doing this in this theater. They're, they're, was, was your presentation dim the entire way? Depends on what screen you're on. There's a couple of screens at Mill Creek that have a like the dim very, screen. very end one, yeah. And I think that's because it's a smaller theater, and they're trying to save the bulb. The one I was on was fine. It, it didn't have a problem. I, if it's noticeable to me, then it's noticeable, and it pisses me off. I yeah. Mean, there's a couple of the smaller screens there. This was one of that, those. Yeah. That must have been it. Yeah, it pisses me and, off. And it, it, bug, it bugged me at first. I was like, well, because at the beginning it's on you know Corellia, and I'm like, awesome, finally we get to see Corellia, you know. And they didn't do as much of that as I would have hoped. But like the, the shot almost looked like probably because it was dim. Um, he's driving the car and it just sort of starts like that and I'm like oh this is kind of cool like it's like it almost looks like it's shot with like natural light like at magic hour and it turns out it was just a really turns out it was, yeah. but, but he's got this gruff look on his face yeah. I'm like it was a, this one moment I just kind of entertained this probably because I've been I'm, in this winter I've watched a lot of like sort of 70s movies and stuff I was just like I wonder if it's going to kind of have kind of a gruff gritty 70s quality to it like, which I could see fitting in the Star Wars universe especially sure. if you're going to contextualize it so close to New Hope which right. And with his character, you know, like if it's like a getaway and everyone's dead now and, you know, whatever else. And it's like, and it kind of was, but it kind of wasn't. And so it, it, it made me think, oh, maybe it'll be like that. And that'd be a really cool way to do this character. Not that everything needs to be dark and grim, but it could work in this context. And of course, it doesn't end up being that. Um, I think that the lead, I didn't have as much of a problem with him <clears throat> because I think he had to do two things and kind of didn't have to do them. He had to do a Han Solo impression without doing a Harrison Ford impression, but Harrison Ford is Han Solo, blah, blah, blah. And I was even thinking about this earlier today. Like, are there things that Harrison Ford does in his bag of tricks that he does as Indiana Jones that he also does as, as Han Solo? Or are there things that are very specifically Solo? Because I don't think he puts as much into Solo. I mean, maybe he did in the beginning. But he's so he's so unmistakable with his mannerisms yeah. and stuff. It's kind of hard to separate. Them. Yeah, and so the guy had to do those. He had to right. be impersonating him, and but then had to kind of put like a, a younger but newer, you know, like right. you know. And then some of that did read a little. And I don't know if this is any from the, the Lord Miller script or residual. I don't know if any of their footage made it in. Probably right. none of it because they. I don't know how it works with the guild. But. Um, you know, some of it, some of the the minor humor was a little like, is this? But they've done that in the newer Star Wars. Even Ryan Johnson was doing that, where right. it's like, he's like, I hate you so much. He's like, kind of, 
Yeah. Like, I, like that's, I don't know if that's I, something, but it kind of is a solo thing. He kind I of give, wouldn't say like I that. I give the humor stuff a pass in all of them and those little lines because, as I keep trying to point out to people, these are kids' movies. Yeah. It's a kids' movie. The reason why the heist isn't that exciting is because it's a kids' movie. It's a yeah, heist right. on a kids' movie. Yeah, it's a, you're, you're, you're putting whatever kind of movie you want to make in a Star Wars universe, and you're making it for 10-year-olds. Pretty much. So, And that's the way they've always been, which is why it bothers me when people deify the original three and get furious when things don't live up to their nostalgic remembrance <laughs> of how those movies affected them when they were nine years old. That's true. but, but so, if, I mean, because uh, we've had this conversation recently. If you go back and watch those movies, they're never as good as you thought they were. Yeah, yeah but I, I, can, I can divorce myself. I think there's two, two, two issues with that. One is, like, you can never completely divorce yourself from the, your own nostalgia. Now, that can work good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that if you look at something like, especially Empire, Empire is the good. level the level of cinematography, I agree. The, the, the kind of settings like Bespin just seems yes. like such an like awesome. Like, sure, yeah, it's kid, it, it's fantasy shit, but but it, like it's like that's cool. That's Empire, awesome. Empire and, and is the, the, the friendly, one. the betrayal. You know, it, it's its Empire own. Empire is the one out of all of them that I feel was made less with kids in mind, which is kind of odd when you think it about is. it because it was a, right. it was still a Lucas, it was still but, a sequel. But you've got a fucking puppet, you know, like right. Like, but but that that said, these are all movies for kids, and they're they're built very calculated toward that audience, somewhat. But I think the problem now is Arrested Development. We've talked about this multiple times. Kids are just kids are just kids forever now. You know, I mean, look at yeah, look at look at like the, the original. The look at like industry. any none of these guys are alive anymore. But the I video mean, game industry is thriving off of forty five year olds. Yeah, like that's what it is. Yeah, and, and, and so I mean, like somebody like I used to follow him for a while, but I don't know if he's still alive or if he still does it. But, but Chuck Yeager is on you know Twitter. That's right. a real deal. Honest right. to God, badass dude. Shot yeah. down in World right. War II, broke the fucking sound barrier. Yeah. You want to ask him some dumb question? What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Is like that's make believe. He cuts right through it. Yeah. It's all horse shit. It's all for kids. It's all like magical goblins and blah blah blah. And so really, yeah, we get that. It's almost moot to say Star Wars is is for kids because like compared to what Lord of the Rings isn't for kids. People, like 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 it's fantasy bullshit. Right. It's make believe. People so, are holding it to a standard right, yeah. that it does not deserve to be held to, and so. My my argument is not only are these movies not nearly, uh, the, not only are, are these new ones not bad, but they are just as good as the old ones. And the argument I have there is that the old ones were never that good. That's that, fair. That's what I say. That's fair. I think that there's other aspects you have to factor in historical things and in some cases certain thematic things and the fact that yeah, like like just writing of movies has gotten more. Like the, the more you do it, the more you do it, and the more, the more derivative it feels. Sure, you know, absolutely. like with superhero yeah. movies and origin stories, and like, oh, you know, the Luke Skywalker hero's journey was maybe a little more novel in '77 than it is if you just try to reapply it to this woman in Rogue One or whatever. You know, um, you know, it's interesting to see. Uh, you know, the what was her name? Jace was her name. What was her name? <laughs> the character's name in Rogue Something One. Like that. Just Jacinda. Just just yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's interesting to see. You know, I, I don't, I don't in any way see these new Star Wars movies as as failures at all. But it's interesting to see the risks they take, especially Last Jedi. Right. The risks it takes, and I felt did really successfully, and how different that is from what Marvel is doing with with um, 
in terms of screenwriting and plotting are like, like no risks at all. They're doing yeah. everything by the book. It's very Save the Cat, very Robert sure. McKee and everything like that. Yeah. And Last Jedi in particular, but also some of the other ones, or parts of them, are like really throwing left turns and hooks into things. Yeah. And, and doing it in a way that's purposeful. The, the, the more that happens, the more of these Star Wars movies that come out, the more I appreciate Last Jedi. It pisses me off that it's ten people versus ten people the whole movie. Sure. That's what kills me. And it is slow chase. Right. But and then they can still leave. But but it's but it's so different and so bold that I feel like it, it's just not... It, a lot of people are. Like, a lot of people have said, but it's being drowned out by the, the fanboys who've slit their wrists over it, that it's great. And I agree. I think it's a great oh, movie, I, I think but. that there's a lot of polarizing going on there. And I think the fact is... That's necessary for the pop, for the pub publicity of these things. Right. You you can't just say that you know. Really, most people are probably like with me, which is like ah, I didn't right. really care for the way that they did the Luke Skywalker thing, but I'm not slitting my wrists. I just feel disappointed yeah, in that aspect that. of the story. Did other things work great? Yes. And you know what? Honestly, if I take a step back from my own fanboy right. nostalgia about what I wanted Luke Skywalker to do. Ryan Johnson, you could tell, probably wanted to do that too, but knew he had to not do that. He literally right. says, so you want me to just take a laser sword and take on the entire Empire? And it's like, yeah, I want to right. see Luke Skywalker do that. Come on, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then he does, but then he doesn't. And then then meanwhile, it's like, let's just watch these two characters on a casino planet right. that are like, one of them is a whole new character. Right. And you just start feeling like, you talk about the check in the boxes thing, like, Culturally, we're doing a lot more of that with these. Like, sure. they feel like there's a sense of like maybe greater responsibility. Absolutely. Like, we need to have more yeah. diversity in our right. characters and and all that. And it's like, okay, you're not really getting much in the way of different types of characters, but at least you're getting like a different actor playing them. You know, a different body type, a different <laughs> a different ethnicity or whatever. Right. And I don't I don't have a problem with that, but it just ends up being like you said. What's this? What's really? Uh, there are these things that can be happening, building on this major story. I feel. I guess what I'm saying is like. The thing, the, the casino subplot in Last Jedi, to me, would have been fine in like a, its own movie. But in the context of this bigger Skywalker family story that's happening in the proper right. Star Wars movies, where you've got Luke Skywalker and you've got what's his name, the you know, you know, Adam Driver, and you've got Ray, like it just to me, it felt like it was this this weird aside. I appreciated it because it once again well, sure, it built the world. Yeah, it populated the universe. And that's why that's what I continue to appreciate about all these other movies, these Star Wars stories. Oh, absolutely, is that they're about dirty, overpopulated worlds, and you see how all these people are being oppressed by the Empire, how they're fighting back against it. The seeds of the rebellion are everywhere, and right. it's not just it's not just the people you saw in A New Hope, which yeah. is like you know a couple hundred guys. It seems like there's obviously more than that, but like, but. It's, it was it was necessary at some point to see the real stakes in the real world, and I know that Last Jedi is set way, but 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 Solo to me almost helps with that one too. It's like there's all these planets, there's all these people, they right. all have their own problems and motivations and stuff, and there's all these intricate, you know, we we always make fun of uh, uh, the second Lucas trilogy because it spent so much time on the Trade Federation and the Senate and stuff like yeah. that, but that's I, I don't know. I, I kind of think like that was the best parts of them because not, not the because best parts, but, but that real. part was that part was valid. I mean, and like and they made it we, real. I, I've gone on record, fine, and I'll say to this that it, the, the, the the content, not, not the content's the wrong word, but like maybe it's the plot of those of those prequels. 
with the exceptions of bits in the in the first one and some decision making, the decision to make Anakin a child in the first one was bad. Right. Um, and, then the the ex- and then the ex- and then the ex- and then the and then the execution. Right. Uh, by Lucas and this kind of push to do this new technology, shooting yes. the second one t- entirely in 1080p for Christ's right. sakes, things like that were bad. Right. But the actual plot and the justification for how you would get to you know the once from again, the Empire once reckon- again perfunctory. Yeah, and it. But but yeah, like I really think the the fault of the execution it just comes down to Lucas with those, and he's never been able to direct actors well, and uh, you know. Mark Hamill's never been a great actor. He's a much better actor now than he was, sure. which I think helps in the last Jedi. He's, he's, he's like a good actor now. But uh, Harrison Ford was always a good actor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Al Guinness is a good actor. Yeah, Mark Hamill wasn't a great actor. Hayden Christensen not a great actor. Jake Lloyd not a great actor. Right. And you're asking somebody who can't direct people to make them in a better actor, and then have them pretend yes. around a bunch of green boxes or right. whatever. Right? That's absolutely miscalculation. A lot of a lot of bad execution. That's but, pretty much but it. Yeah. I do, but I appreciate those movies. And the more they've built around them, because it's so much money, they couldn't help but not do it. So right. much money to be made. But the Clone Wars show, like I said, is very good. Um, the the what's his name? Your Samurai Jack guy. That thing yeah, he that made was thing, awesome. That was, that was so awesome. Thing. And it's about it's about all these worlds and these groups that are yeah. being affected by this war, and th- those are great. They're they're abs- they're they make they make the final product of these movies that can only cram so much into their two hour runtime so much better. Right, you know, which is why I mean, Con- ult- contextually, ultimately, it's it's kind of funny, but we keep getting to this place where I think like, and we were talking about Legion off pod for yeah. a minute, like. Let's just do like a ten episode season series, uh, uh, but like maybe you have to wait every two two years between right. seasons because it takes that long, right. or, or maybe they get their shit Aren't together they're, and you they're don't. Doing that right? Aren't they gonna do uh, they've it? been saying they were going to do it forever, but like it almost would be better for that because you could have something bigger and you could have multiple characters, and it would be an awesome, fun, it like would. It would be great, high production value science fiction. Depending on whose story show running. No, yeah, so, you know, because they're doing that now with the movies anyway. Just like with the Marvel movies, they have, they everything have somebody, is television. They have yeah. somebody show running basically these movies. J.J. Abrams right. is just doing TV stuff, right? Yeah. And so you talk about the bold decisions in you know Last Jedi, where it's like, oh no, it's just going to be that her parents. The mystery of her parents is that they were just people that sold her for for alcohol. But then it's like, no, J.J. Abrams is going to come back and say, no, that was probably a lie. That was a, you know what I mean? It's sure. just going to be back sure. and forth MacGuffin TV horseshit, you know. And that's dumb. I mean, is there some of that in the original series? Yes, there is. But that was my pro- that that I don't know. Not, neither here nor there. But back to Solo. Like you said, yeah, some some of the set pieces were kind of fun. I didn't have as much of a problem with the actor because I think he just had to do things a certain way. And if he did enough of it, like if I could care enough, if like you know he could do a, a motion or kind of, I was like. Yeah, I always felt it's like so it was an tough. actor trying to do this yeah, thing. It's so tough to try and it was ask so hard. somebody yeah. to, to play that character. It's just well, so hard. On top of everything, yeah. And, no, and, then, and, and then then you get the, like, well, different people tried to have him do it a certain way. And then there's news that, like, oh, he's having an acting coach. Well, for whatever reason, maybe because, like, he's trying to do, like you said, he's basically, it's it's like, you don't, not enough criticism hits proper actors for the impersonations they do in the biopics that always tend to do well with Oscars and right. stuff, you know? 
And it's like, you know, Jamie Foxx is going to just do his Ray impression, you know? And, you know, and I mean, like, it's really like there's no way to win that situation when you're doing right. I agree. a real person. And in the context of Han Solo, a character that's so iconic and also connected to Harrison Ford, you're like, holy shit, there's just too much baggage there for it to way be. Too much. You know, that said, they didn't have to make this movie about Han Solo. They could have just made it about some guy sure. and it would have been fine. I mean, that's that was kind of I mean, what Rogue they, One was. announced uh, the Boba Fett one and it's right. going to be uh, Mangold who did Logan. Right, um, yeah, I heard about that. And so... Now, I wonder if that... now Who you put in charge is, is important. Just to j- jump ahead yeah. a little bit, I wonder if that will... Now, and, and, and canonically, it might not work, but I wonder if that will end up being sort of the solo sequel... Because they left th- this, sure. I was surprised it, 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 by, by 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 some decisions right. made at the end in this one. So the spoiler th- spoilery thing is the person in charge of Crimson Dawn, which is stupid. It sounds like a like Cold War yeah, thing or something. Dawn, that's yeah. that's uh, the syndicate is, is Darth Maul. Yeah, I guess. And yeah. uh, so they have him swing the lightsaber around in case you weren't sure. Because yeah, I right. wasn't sure. I was like, is this just right. a Darth is, Maul is alien? Just, is it just a guy? Right, an alien? But it, it was Ray Park too. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, it legitimizes what happened in the cartoons and the comics, which is cool because oh right, that's how because he lived and in the comic in, in the cartoon in season five or something like that. Mm-hmm. Turns out he had um, you know he was alive and had um, he was like robot legs. surviving on like spiderish kind of legs yeah. and had lost his mind because of what had happened to him. And eventually he gets like good legs, and then he has like an ongoing storyline where he. Uh, his his thing into the crime syndicate was something that was in the, the the series, and he had several different syndicates as he kept trying to go higher and higher up. Eventually, Sidious catches up to him, kills his brother, who was a major character in the the cartoon series, and basically puts Maul in his place. And this is after that, but it's before. I don't know if you're planning on watching a Rebels show, are you? No, I haven't so watched any. He either. finally is killed in the Rebels show, which is set well after. Oh, okay, uh, you know when. Years later, fifteen years later, or something like that. So, so and this is between but, that. But this is between that. And and but those cartoons were both, uh, like Lucas things. And then so those they're now sort of halfway. They're just they're, canon. they're cherry picking it as canon. They're I canon. guess. Okay, so so then we already know that. Okay, so anyone that knows, so I see Darth Maul at the end, and I think, okay, I guess they're going to have to do something with this, right? That's but what they I think. don't necessarily because in Rebels they, they wouldn't just killer. throw it in there. So people go like, oh my goodness, yeah. they have to do something with it. So I, yeah. you're right, and the I fact that because this woman is it's now going to be set because Boba Fett move, they have two choices: they could do it post Jedi, yeah, which is kind of weird, and or they could do it pre New right. Hope, you know, like. Yeah, and then and then the question is, I think Solo didn't know. I mean, who knows what, what, what his encounter with Boba Fett was until the holiday special. Was that his first encounter, or has the holiday special been stricken? I've never seen it, but I, I think that's forget, when he first I shows forget up. Forget that that was a thing. So yeah, he, so he had previous, he had a previous contact with him before Empire. I'm not sure. I mean, the way that they set up the, the end of Solo, where he talks, he's talking about Tatooine and stuff, like, this literally could be, like, six months before A New Hope. I, the time frame is, is weird, because the factually, Harrison Ford wasn't that much, isn't that much older. Like, this is not I, really I a feel, young, I young, like, young Han Solo. I feel Solo. like it's supposed to be set well before that. Like, ten years? Yeah, I feel like he's, he's a, he's a kid still. Yeah, there's an element of that, but it's, it's hard to say, because yeah, now he's got I mean, the Harrison Falcon, Ford and if always... he's got the Falcon and he's going to Tatooine, uh, do you think he was like just part of Jabba's crew for ten years? I, I just yeah. I feel like by the time you first meet him in New Hope, 
He's been... He's more grizzled. He's, he's a grizzled, yeah. hardened guy who does this kind of stuff. And they kind of had to force a lot out of him to hear, you know? Like, they have him kill Woody Harrelson's character. Right. Which like, was kind cool, of cold-blooded. Yeah. I mean, but that was, like, kind of like, say, Guido shot first, and, like, no, right. fuck this, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he basically just murders the guy. To me, it felt... It felt... Because the, the interplay with those two characters... I thought Woody Harrelson was good in it. You know, just doing his Woody Harrelson thing, yeah. but in the context of this. Right. Um, I don't know. It felt too much like... Maybe fan servicey or something is a weird. Way? I, I think it was it was there to show because it I was think supposed to show that he's gotten was, darker and they had, they had, the one thing they had done was, you know, he keeps making left turns and looking over his shoulder and be like, ah, oh, I need to save these people. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they did that to show that he had learned something from this guy who keeps screwing him over, which yeah. is he can't trust people. I got to work on my own. All the things that make his character who they are. Later. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess. The guy uh, fucked him over and tried to kill him, you know? Yeah, I know, he did. But but then at that point, then he was, like, back on his side, and then it was, like... They'd gone back and forth a few times, I feel like, and... I don't know, it's just it's just hard to connect the dots. You know, so, anyway, what's funny is... Uh, what they did with Chewie works, because it's just, like... He found him, they bumped into each other, and then they just kind of become, like, partners in this thing. So it makes sense that they stick together the right. rest of their lives. But it's funny to think of how they, like, what they did with the holiday special. Right. The other point, like, where he goes back to Kashyyyk and, uh-huh. like, his family is there. And they sit around the TV drinking beer and, yeah. and like... The, the holiday special doesn't count, I don't think. I don't think it does. Yeah, I agree. Right. But and I've never seen well, it, but I know that they waste, like, ten so. minutes of... Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I think that that was, that was weird because, like, for the first time... They kind of undermined his friendship with Chewie in this movie because the, I think it was good because no they no no no, no there was good stuff like a, they didn't force like a life debt type thing in, they, you know? that's true but the life debt was kind of important and I feel like they didn't quite really ground that like maybe he actually more saved him yeah, yeah maybe more this. yeah will or something but um, they give Chewie's motivation which is to like help uh, free his people right and so he does a bit of that like perfunctory again sure. at at, at Kessel fulfill that at way. Kessel but then he's just like yeah okay I'll go to Tatooine with you now like right. it doesn't make their partnership isn't as grounded as I guess it it is okay I can because see that. because like I mean if you've got like the motive the biggest motivation is to save your family and to right. save your people and he's got that, and then the whole, and then you're spending the rest of the of the Star well, Wars I, I movies think, with him just kind of bumbling around. Well, but that's the thing is that I think uh, it was somewhat established by this that he he would like to save his people, but they've been enslaved and basically right. wiped out. So the the planet uh, wasn't used anymore. I think There's his that. family's all dead. They, I'm not they sure. Kill, they kill yeah. his dad off at some point in the cartoons. I think. Oh wow. Okay. So uh, I think his family's all dead. I think that's why he's just sticking with him. You know, okay, well, no, it could be. It could be his friend. It's um, it's tough to say. And then you got Donald Glover as uh, as Lando. Which now, is, now he was playing. He, he was, was definitely was, imitating Billy D. Williams. He was playing Billy D. Williams. He did a good job of that. It was funny-ish, but it, like I don't know, Lando was tough. The voice and everything. Yeah, with know? the voice yeah. and stuff. Yeah, no, it was um, yeah, it was okay. And, and he was, and he was a. Cowardly bitch of a character, he really was. Like you know, I was hoping they didn't become good buddies, or whatever. And they definitely weren't. They Not were. really, yeah. <laughs> but but then you wonder, like, they're going to have to have encountered each other a few more times oh, sure. in order for, for him sure. to be able to feel like he can go to Bespin, and, of course, and, yeah. and get away with that. Right. But um, they explained the, the, the escape pod part. That was kind of right. cool for right. the Millennium Falcon. Like he just never put an escape pod back on ever again right. for the rest of the time, which is kind of like thematically cool for yeah. the character. Is like. He probably had a chance to retrofit the ship again. You no, know, it's just funny. Like, if you look at that movie, and 
then go like go back to anything else Han Solo related and think of like they needed to explain this. They mm-hmm. they wrote up a list of things, yeah. check marks. They, we need to explain this, 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 this. There we go. Write that movie. Yeah, and right. they did it. You know, somewhat. I mean, That's I'm, all I'm trying is. to figure out what they actually did need to explain. They kind of didn't, didn't, didn't need to explain, explain anything, anything but yeah. they did. Yeah, exactly. What um, I'm saying is, somebody sat down and said, "This is what we need to do." But it could have been a, such a. It could have been a much cooler movie. Oh, it could sure. have been more folk. Like they could. They, we didn't, never got to see him do anything pilot related in terms of learning. They just skipped not ahead learning. Years. Yeah, right. And there was no. There, there was, was no, no bitter uh, work bitter for work. the pilot. There was no bitter work. He was um, already a good pilot. Yeah, which is kind of like okay. I mean, we get they introduce one thing. I also hate is it's not so much like oh, hey, you can have mysteries and stuff, but they introduce bits that you never even that I never even thought about. Like, you know, he talks about his dad, like, working on the right. ships and stuff. And he's like, well, you're good. Well, not really. But then, like, well, okay, so what happened? Like, did you get orphaned? And that's why you were a part of this, like, pseudo-serving the syndicate? Sounds like it. Like, yeah. like, maybe, but they never really get at it. And you're like, wow, well, you never thought about Han Solo's dad. But now they've decided to make me think about that a little. But kind of for no good reason. I think it's interesting. They put L2 that. into the Millennium Falcon. She's part of the ship now. And right. it's like, so does that add depth to the ship? Never felt like it. Like, was really, I mean, he would call it a she, you know, but that's just what you call a ship anyway, right. you know? So, I, I don't know. I did like that they had the uh, the holographic game again. I think the holographic game has been in, like, the most movies. <laughs> Maybe, because it was yeah. in... Um, he tries it, to swipe the pieces Yeah, was, it wasn't it in... It was in Last Jedi, too, right? I think so. It came out because Luke like, went in and... Yeah. But they were really milking those dice from Last Jedi, huh? Because they're like at the very right. opening shot in a solo, and then he gets them back, and then right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I mean, it was it was perfunctory, and it did what it was supposed to do, and it just it wasn't great, but it was fun, and yeah. So we get we get a three, get out, a three. Of, three out of five, yeah. a middling three. I think I, yeah, that's where I was at. And uh, yeah, I guess the Boba Fett one will be something, and then we'll then they're gonna they're kind of out. They're gonna have to do the show, or they're gonna have to yeah. grow beyond it. They're gonna. Well, what's things. his name is doing right? What's his name is doing a whole other trilogy that's gonna just probably be those kids at the end of the La- of Last Jedi, probably. There's two other trilogies. Who else got one? Oh, the Game of Thrones guys got yes. one, didn't they? Uh, Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. That's well. I guess we'll see what happens. Like yeah. I said, it could be cool, but they're they're, they're printing money. So as I long know. as they put good people in charge of it, we'll probably get some good stories. Right, but you this know? one, like I said, underperformed. So. That they, I, they, they're going to cautiously step they, things back. Maybe. Kathleen Turner screwed this up because just give these guys free reign, let them make the little things, yeah. see what happens. It probably wouldn't have done great. Right? People don't really care about comedy for Star Wars stuff. Like, there's, yeah, you know, Han Solo was funny. He had he had funny stuff. He had funny lines. It was just because of who his character was. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know if people were really begging for that. They love, but they like Han Solo. He's like the yeah. he's like everyone's favorite character. So whatever. But then you take those guys out of it. You have Kazdan's rewrite it, and then yeah. you put Ron Howard in there to direct it. And it's just like you know what you—they got what they asked for. Yeah, they did. They, they got they exactly, got perfunctory. They yeah. got exactly what they what they they took out the guys who might have done some wild wacky stuff, and they put in people who would give them exactly what they wanted, and they yeah. got it. And the other big thing is is the Sabak game, man. Like, yeah, that, right. That could have been so much. That was, that's, that's like a legendary game. You're finally going to get to see it. And then the way they do it, I mean, they had it was tough though. Like, I mean, what else would my, you have done? Right, exactly. What else would you have done? But you, like, you have he to. He took away his little cheating. You have, yeah, I know that. That was, that was cool. funny. But like, you have to be able to. You have like, like the the just the most obvious dumb part about it is it's a game nobody like. It, maybe nerds know how to play it. I'm sure it's an actual game that nerds play and can think about. Right. 
But, like, as an audience member, just a guy, I mean, you get a sense of, like, okay, I guess it's kind of like a poker, because it's like, right. oh, yeah, double, same card or something. Just, but, just, but, you, but for the most of the part, you're just watching, like, guys yeah, throwing just stuff. Just remember. You have no sense of this, the context. Remember of the how much we appreciate uh, Casino Royale. Right, yeah. And how stupid the poker is in that oh, game. Oh, of course, yeah. At one point, I just all, all that, of them yeah. get the awesome hands. The most asininely rare hands uh, you get. All of them have them, uh-huh. and they one by one. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, yeah. boom. It was great. I just watched it, yeah. And one of them has a fucking royal flush. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. So you, you, you have to leave that stuff behind. No, no, no. It's know? not that. It's just just that, like, yeah, with casino, at least you know the rules of poker. Right. Knowing You don't know the rules for Savek, so it just plays like as, like... Guys, th- you know, it just plays like like okay. I don't know what this I know, is. I'm not, I'm not sure how much that that matters. Like you know, it kind of doesn't because you already know what happens. I think there are a lot of people who like, for instance, rounders and stuff without yeah. knowing what poker is. Even yeah, but you know it's enough about. I mean, yeah. almost everyone kind of knows. Oh yeah, you get a pair or you get a this. And in rounders, they of course it's about that, so they have time to sort of explain some of it. Right. I don't know how they could have done it in this movie to explain it, but and then of course that he's actually pretty good at it too. You know, right. it's another thing. You know. There's a bit of a Mary Sue thing going on with Solo. He's a, he's a gambler. They, yeah. they, they did. They made him a little on the idealistic side for right. me. A little, a little too pie in the sky. Whatever you know, it, there wasn't enough in that, like you said, to show what had made him become the. I only work with my. I only work alone. I don't trust anyone. There wasn't enough of that in there. Well, I mean, Woody Harrelson's character kind of emphasized it at the sure. end, but just that he teaches him. Like, bit, like but. it's just. I don't know. I, it's always like you can always like Monday morning quarterback these movies and be like, okay, that part could have been removed and focus here, there. Let's get some stuff of him as a pilot, maybe uh, like getting washed out. But also, then you could also establish that he's like, gambling. Like you could start the movie with him gambling as a pilot or something. You have to have the woman thing and the like lost, yeah. separated at the border. Yeah. A bit uh, you could tell that in the context of like a flashback or a nightmare or something. I mean you. It was it was funny. Uh, uh, it was, Ryan brought it to me. We were walking out there, and I was talking about how bad Elder Arden Bogdanovich was, and, right. and uh, he was like, "You know who also isn't a good actor is Amelia Clark." And I was like, "I never thought about that." And I was like, "I don't know if that's the case, but he thought she wasn't a good actor. She's hot." I think that she's not really... I mean, it's tough for her because she's in one of the biggest TV shows of right. all time playing this character. And so then they throw her into other stuff and then she's going to kind of be the same character. I'm not bits. sure if that role... Was, I'm not sure if she's like a sultry enough character to be that kind of femme fatale type thing. Wait, in what? In, in Solo? Solo? Yeah. She's, she's kind of very cute and big-eyed and... Right. Well, I mean, the context of what they did, like, they kept it... Mm, Subtle. It wasn't like she was just an out and out like prostitute to this guy or whatever. Right. I mean, um, I liked uh, what's his name. I liked Bettany. Bettany was Bettany was, Bettany fun. was good. I just yeah. watched uh, Master and Commander like a week yeah. before that. I'd never great. seen he's, it before. Uh, yeah. That's a fun movie. I, I enjoyed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah seafaring cool. adventure. Yeah. I liked it. Well, I mean, we fuck it. Let's talk about Master and Commander for five minutes. Right. I liked that it just starts. Yeah, like it's a it's like a book series, but just boom, he's right. already the captain. And it was like the seventeenth book or something. Like yeah, that. there's like, no there's like, like you, I can tell. Book. I can yeah, tell right. that it's like he's already the captain. There's no origin story. How he can him and this guy are buddies. There was, I mean, it, there's nothing. I thought for a moment there was going to be some kind of espionage angle where one of somebody was a spy on board the ship or something, but right. they kind of washed over that, I guess. And then it just goes, and then it's just a, a seafaring adventure. It doesn't right. care to be anything else. Yeah. And then they go to the Galapagos, and I always want uh, it did well. People liked it. I always wonder why they didn't do more. Probably because it's really expensive right. to shoot on the water, yeah. and 
And I mean, did it do well? Well, or did it, it just did do pretty well? And it was it was it was a it was a medium hit. Yeah, medium hit. You'd need a high hit for seafaring adventure stuff, yeah. and for that kind of powerhouse guess, effect. Yeah. I mean, you know, shooting on real boats and shit like that. Um, yeah, no, Bentley, Bentley was okay in Solo, and uh, but I think maybe that was the, another thing is that the Amelia Clark character and the motivation with the woman and and their relationship, and then how she's going to go on to become this powerful crime lord or whatever. Like, that feels like stuff that's going to be like, okay, we're going to have to talk about that at some point. And that's going to have to get resolved because clearly that would be something that's too major to have not been in the primary movies, you know? Um, And it's also kind of like, well, you know, that's not really the love of his life. That's Princess Leia, you know? So so do we even really care about having this be too big of a focus as a motivation for him to get back to somewhere? And then guess what? He doesn't even make it back. He just happens to coincidentally run into her. He was trying to. Yeah, he was trying to, but but, but that was... But you know what I mean? Like, the only motivation was just... Like, you literally... It probably would have been strengthened the character. Think about this. Think about it if, like, they knew each other, but he, he didn't have that strong motivation, a sense of obligation to her. They just knew each other, and then were friends, or whatever. And he gets away because he wants to get away and become a pilot. He doesn't want to be on that If they anymore. only had, when, when they got separated, if they only took out him saying, I'll come back for you, all that would have, wouldn't have been a problem. If he, if he wasn't just trying to come yeah. back for her, that wouldn't have been a problem. Right, right, right. Because, but, like, his whole motivation, all of his other motivations work better for him being, like, a scoundrel, so yeah, selfish he, person he, if it's just... Hey, yeah, I'm gonna desert the, this war, to do, yeah, and I'm gonna become a thief. Thing. Yeah, he wants to do his own thing, and, and he wants to fly. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wants to be a pilot. It's almost stronger than yeah, than to give him this generic need to go back. I that he doesn't end up mattering, and then it's that much more like coincidental in a bad way when he just runs into her at the bar at that you know at the on the yacht. Sure, and I mean, but it's but it works. Like you can believe it. Okay, yeah, she got sold into or right. whatever. Fine, and you could believe it in any way. Uh, well, one, one thing that this was missing that it really could have used was like a hardcore, full penetration. Right, that's scene. your big thing, right? Yeah, I, I would like to see you know, maybe something, maybe one of those uh, uh, views beneath. Uh huh. Right. You can see his balls. The back sack. Yeah. yeah. The sack slap. Uh huh. Right. That's every, That's the most. That's the most erotic of, of shots. I think. <laughs> you know. Yeah, to hear uh, Charlie and Mac. Go complain about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, complain. I just want to see the guy's balls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, um, yeah, I don't know where we'll end up with these Star Wars movies or with any of this other stuff. It's they keep talking about like they've been talking for years that these things are going to collapse. These comic book movies and things it hasn't happened. It hasn't. It hasn't happened. And I'm okay. I'm interested with that. to see how that Venom movie looks terrible. It does Venom look dumb. Looks terrible. But Tom Hardy's good, and maybe Hardy it'll be weird. Can be great. Yeah. Maybe know. it will we'll be see. weird in a good way. But I have no idea. Directed it? I don't know anything about it. Other than I saw the actual trailer for it when I got in it so Deadpool, bad. but I missed the first minute of it. He's doing some kind of weird like. Like he's New got York a, accent, a little but bit. he's not. Yeah, like what's it going on here? You hey, know? I just hey, hey, like kind of walking here. Like he's scared, but not scared yeah. or whatever. Um, I don't know. We'll see. That does seem, and yeah, and then and then it'll be like, is it connected to Spider Man? Is it connected to Spider Man? Right. Is it connected to Spider Man? Is it connected to the Marvel it Universe? Kind of, it becomes tiresome. It does. Yeah, point, yeah. Like, well, yeah. of course, it really does. Feeling the need to connect to these things, right? To make them all part of a greater universe. I still like that, but I also can get like uh, to me, it's never been so so egregious that it really screwed me up in terms of being able to enjoy the individual movie. Sure, um, people like I think want to say that about Doctor Strange being in Ragnarok, but that worked fine enough for worked me. Fine. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. a problem with it. They needed. I mean, those are all uh, those are all 
very linked together yeah. on purpose. So that's why that that's fine and everything like that. But I don't know. I mean, the only thing that that you know, the transporter is in Collateral. Yeah, I just rewatched Collateral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that's great. The, the shared verses of those things yeah. are, are kind of yeah. And then where do we stand with Universal Monsters? Did Mummy do so badly that they're Mummy not even... did so poorly that I don't, I think they're even talking about rebooting that game because they still want to do it. They right. still want to do it. But well, I don't of course, know if what they just set up was a good enough idea. Yeah, well, they had Tom Cruise in it, but still, yeah. That's just like that's that's so lazy. I like Tom Cruise, but that's lazy. I mean, he's he's already the most generic. Yeah, character in a world of the Mission Impossible movies, just absolutely just a guy who sees a cipher for yeah. for doing things, yeah, getting things done. It's yeah, we'll see how the next one goes. It could be good. I've, I've liked most of the Mission Impossible. I've got the first five now. I'm just going to rewatch them. That uh, Incredibles. You excited about that? Is Bird doing it? Who did it? Yeah, yeah, Bird's doing That's it. Awesome. It's it's the whole thing. I don't know. I've seen the trailer a couple of times, and it's. I guess the thing, the big thing about it is it's supposed to like literally take place right after the first one because it doesn't look like anyone's got any. Older. The baby's yeah, still a baby and all that, you 70s, know. 60s it's a Mister Mom sort of subplot, right. you can tell there. So we'll see what that's all about. I'm excited just because of Bird. I mean, it, well, yeah. If they put someone else in charge, and it wouldn't have mattered as much. But it, I mean, the, the the action scenes in that first were, were awesome. so good. The kid running fast like, thing yeah. was super cool. And it I looks. I saw. Like, I saw like a, a scene maybe, where he's going through some portals. Yeah, and, and you're like, that, maybe yeah. they're going to try to one up that, but I don't know how that works. He really has a really good eye for action sequences, so. Yeah, he I'm does. Excited about that. We'll we'll see. I, I I'm, I'm gonna probably rewatch the original for like the third or fourth time, and um, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs>